Yo, what's up? It's B and J coming your way with something to no. say. No. no. I'm just trying to relate to the kids these days. I cannot. Hey, this is Billy and Jen. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm not a boomer. Yeah. If I'm a boomer, you're pretty close to being a boomer, Vic the sound chick. Hey, thank you for listening to the podcast. Would you do us a favor? Would you maybe leave a comment or rate it? Give us five stars. It helps us a lot. And we're just thrilled that you're part of it. Uh, This is Billy and Jen signing off as we sign on. Cheers. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. You're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> we actually don't have coffee cups. We're just cheersing. You cheers the candle and a coaster. It's not just any and candle. And I took my vitamin water and cheers an aluminum chair. It's not just any <laughs> candle. It's a sweet serenity candle. Yeah. Speaking hey, of sweet serenity, did you know it's that? Valentine's weekend this weekend? People? Oh, is this a commercial? Yes. Uh, Valentine's weekend. Give the one you love the most <laughs> a little bit of sweetness and serenity. Okay. Can, can you I'm going to need a little time. Can you redo? <laughs> but if you're looking for a beautiful bouquet or a, a beautiful arrangement. What goes best with chocolate <laughs> and sex? Sweet serenity candles. And flowers. Buy now at your local store. Sweet Serenity Company. Let it burn. Let it burn? <laughs> do we need to do a redo on the opening? No. We don't. We do not redo on Coffee Talk with but, Billy but and Jen. But for real, if you're looking for beautiful flowers, come visit us. We'll be at Five Times Coffee. I'm about to... <coughs> don't cry. Oh, that's... Oh, that is not very professional, man. I'm sorry. This is a live uh, radio Come see show. us at Totem Lake or Redmond uh, with Five Stones Coffee. Would you like me to finish the ad for you? We will be at Totem Lake Villages. Uh, it's a very new and upcoming place in Kirkland. And then uh, we have a permanent shop there. And then we will also be at the best coffee shop in the city, Five Stones Coffee in Redmond, Washington. All weekend, Friday through Sunday. There will be Sunday. a pop-up cart there. And so get your flowers, get your candles, you know. Fellas, Clapping. I'm telling you, it's going to work out good for you. It's going to work out <laughs> real good. You're just on it. Um, um we just we just got off a plane. Literally just got off a plane. We're in Flew Coffee Talk Studios. Came in, picked the sound chick. She's been I don't know. She's been sleeping for like a week. Yeah, and, but we. What? I'm kidding. What? <laughs> we went to Miami. Jen and, and I went to Miami with some friends with Donald and Nina and Enzo and Rachel. It was and, a great uh, time. It was Nina's birthday. We if you don't celebrated. know who Nina is. She's very awesome, and it was her 35th birthday. So we all went to Miami. First time ever we've been to Miami. We were just like, why not? Yep. And can I just say, I had a great trip. I will probably never go back to Miami. Miami is literally like, um, what is that? What is that place? I, <laughs> I know what Vegas. you're saying. Vegas it's, on the beach. But it's, I've yeah. never been to, but we've never been to Vegas. I've never been to Vegas. Well, it's, I mean, it's like. Okay. I loved the 20, sun. I loved the ocean being in the heat in the middle of February. Seattle gorgeous. is so cold. We came back to snow, which I'm not, I'm not actually not mad about. Um, but. Dude, it is okay. It's indecent exposure On all a the time, whole nother level everywhere. Um, Everyone's indecently exposing themselves. Everyone is drunk Sweet. and high. They're selling drugs on the street in front of you. They're sniffing drugs in front of you. Wow. We it went, is okay, some level. guy came in by us. He's like, yo, we got we got like a nice dance thing going on tonight at the Ritz Carlton if you want to join us. We're on the beach. We're like, cool. I was all about it. We're like, it's Ritz Carlton. It'll probably be super legit. And so we go. We can't find out how to get in. I find a back door. I go through the back door with the ladies. I open it up. I hear the music booming. I see the lights going. I'm like, ladies, they walk through two strippers. <laughs> 
I turn around, I'm like, all the gentlemen. In the Ritz Carlton. Other direction. In the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. I mean, it's just like everywhere you go is just dirty. It was. It was. You know how I've, I've seen Miami portrayed like in movies and on TV I'd shows, and I'm always like, portrayed. it's not like that. It's actually, they downplay it. They downplay it 100%. Dude, the ocean, Ocean Drive, Ocean Avenue, like the strip, super cool in the day at night. Sweet God, hide your children, hide your wives. It is where the men play hard and the women bear it all. You can <laughs> say that again. That's what I'm saying. That Everyone, is Miami. first of all, Everyone's acting tough, and I kind of kind of feel like you kind of have to act tough. Like, did me, Donald, and Enzo, the two guys, did we walk kind of strong? You kind of need to, because if anyone senses weakness, you could be preyed upon. Secondly, I have never seen, honestly, babe, am I right or am I right? What are you doing? What are you reading? We're, oh, I, I'm just reading my son's text. He's he's part of my life. I'm I need just, you to pay attention. I'm, We're I'm, right in the middle of the podcast. I'm all yours, baby. I'm all yours. I've never seen so much flesh in my entire life just on display. I haven't either. It, and it's the kind of stuff. Like, Might as well have been nude like, beaches. Yeah, it's wow. it's not good. It was another level. But Miami, I mean, if you're from Miami, no no hate. Like, beautiful city. Well, actually, no, it wasn't beautiful. Beautiful <laughs> ocean. Beautiful ocean. We had fun it with was, our friends. It was. Like, that was very memorable. We rode bikes. Yes. We had some, we went to went some great, great restaurants. restaurants. We stayed out late. Yeah, me and the so fellas, we went to we went to a little Havana, and we went to a place where they roll Cuban cigars. cigars. And we got some Cuban cigars. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Food. It's very yeah, that was delicious. Yeah, so we did have a blast. It but was delicious. Yeah, I don't think I'll go back to Miami. I, we were actually thinking low key, should we take our kids there, like for vacation? Our kids are grown, but heck no, never. Heck no. <laughs> wow, man, it's like walking out of the world. So, anyways, good to be back. And then today we were supposed to be on a one stop flight. And get here at 10 a.m. and arrived um, to the airport. First time in my life, standby. flight was canceled. <laughs> flight was canceled. Waited three hours. The lady goes, did, "Did you not get a notice last night?" And I'm like, "No, I'm on standby." I'm like, "Did you not get a pink slip in your box this I morning for doing this to me?" The, the gal, Lisa, who was so great to give us the standby oh, tickets. Oh yeah, thanks, Lisa. But yeah, so <laughs> 10 hours later, we're here. We're 10 hours late, but we made it. We made it. Baby. We've been in planes all day, airports all day, wearing masks all day. Dealing with the mask police all day. But you know what? The one thing that I realized being on this trip, I love spending time with you. Aww. We had a really yeah, good had, time. We did have a good time. We You're my walked, favorite person. To be I mean, with. we walked several miles a day. Like yesterday, we just spent the whole day. It was kind of like our anniversary. We walked so much, you got blisters on your feet. Valentine's weekend together. Mm-hmm. After our friends went home, we had a whole day together. It was really nice. It was. I just yeah. love being with you, babe. I love being with you. You're my favorite person. Well, and uh, okay. In light of what you're saying, it kind of brings me up to what I think will be a four-part. So we, in four weeks, we will be celebrating 24 years of marriage, which is awesome Um, and kind of surreal. We hang out with people that are close to our age. And we've kind of doubled them in marriage a lot of times, like, and which is just I can't even believe we've been married that long. It doesn't feel it like it doesn't we have, feel like we've been married, but we have years. And so I thought we lived a lot of life, but we're still so young. I feel like <laughs> so, I mean, so much humble bragging going on. No, right now. I mean, like, like, we're just so awesome. We've raised, and we've, we've raised also three been, kids. Yeah. We've we've gone through a lot. I mean, it's really true. Yeah, I mean, life is meant to be lived, I guess. So, anyways, we have four more episodes leading up to our twenty fourth anniversary, and I thought. What if we talk about um, love and marriage, which is your favorite topic in the whole world? Well, you gave yourself credit, but I actually came up with the idea. No, no, I'm, I'm saying I just <laughs> gave I just gave you credit. That's what I just said. Oh, I said I thought. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. It was your idea. What if we take the next four episodes, 
talking about love and marriage. And each episode, we we highlight one life lesson, one life altering lesson um, that we've learned in the twenty four years of marriage together. Loving it already. And so then each episode will highlight. Mm-hmm. So we'll come up with four life altering lessons. It can only be four life altering lessons. Vic, are you excited? I'm so excited. That have, I'm going to need you <laughs> to pretend like you're more excited. <laughs> As she texts, you two have got to do a bad habit in Coffee Talk Studios. I'm not going to lie. I have to read notes both sometimes. Text, sometimes I remind myself on my notes. Um, We don't do notes. I don't, I do. I, I don't have to be fully engaged at all times, but I can multitask. Oh. Sorry that you can't. Yes. I just feel like you're not engaged. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for it, baby. Don't you worry. Okay, so... I figured, so I did come up with this. You came up with these four episodes we're going to do <laughs> leading up to 24 years of marriage. I think this will be helpful. And we can, you don't have to be married for this to be beneficial to listen to. So That's if you're right. like, what? I'm not married. Well, it's love You will and be one marriage. day. Are you, have you ever been in love? Do you want to be in you love? You will be one day. So we're going to talk from that perspective, love uh-huh. and marriage. Here's where I want to come from today. Lesson number one of the four lessons leading up to 24 years. We're in it together as long as we're together in it. <laughs> Uh, I like it. This is a lesson we have learned. We're going to break it down. We're in it together as, as long, long as, as we're, we're together. together. And in it. okay, I, let me let me let me try and explain what I'm trying to say with this life altering lesson that we have learned in 24 years. I saw the sign in the airport, um, the Miami airport, and it said this: "We're all in this together." And I wanted to kick it down. First of all, I get what they're trying to say. It is not true. Um, no, we're not all in this together. And what I mean by that is as we were driving into Miami, we went over a bridge. Vic, you would have been blown away. There were houses that looked like futuristic space houses on the ocean. It's just lying. Next level. In front of them, because you could see sideways, in front of them were Rolls Royce SUVs. And in the back of these houses at their dock were straight up. Massive. 50, 60 foot yachts. Huge. I have never seen a display of blatant, Billionaireism, like I've seen in yeah, Miami. Yeah, Miami's doing it. Dude, they were, and across the bridge were these just massive cruise ships. And we looked them up as we were driving, and Donald, he looked it up. He's like, you know how much it costs to build that cruise ship? Like, how much? He's like, $1 billion to build that I cruise ship. I mean, it's ship. the port yeah. for Royal Caribbean, all, all of them. It's unbelievable, right? They have a full-on airport And then on, on the we water. go to our hotel in Miami Beach, South Beach, where, where everyone told me it's at, and I realized it is at there, and I don't want to go back. <laughs> but we get to South Beach, and... Right in front of our, right in front of the, the sidewalk where we are, is just the dude completely passed out, totally drunk, wet himself, vomited on himself. And I want to go to the guy who's got the yacht and the Rolls Royce SUV living in his $50 million home on the ocean. And that guy right there, I'm like, you know what? I don't think we're all in it together. <laughs> I'm saying, like, we're not all in it together. And here's my thought, especially when it comes to marriage and love, we can't be in it together. Unless we get together in, in it. it. That is so So true. this is the thought. It's one thing like we're all in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way that the only way that'll ever be true is if we're together in it. And what I'm talking about is getting on the same page, learning like it's not just like, hey, we're in this together. No, no, we're gonna get together. It's like we're gonna come to we're going to do life together, we're going to figure things out so that you and I on the same page, we're together in it. And if we're together in it, then you could say when like the going gets tough or when things are great. We're in this together. Absolutely. Only works if we're together in it, right? And that, is, that speaks so much truth in every season. I mean, you talk about the season of raising small babies. Like, we had to figure it out. We had to, we had to be on the same team in it together 
when it came to raising these these babies who are losing their minds, you know, in the middle of the night. Right. Like, I wanted to lose my mind on you and you wanted to lose your mind on me <laughs> while this kid's losing. Their, I mean, we had to figure that out. We had to be together. The only way we were in it together is because we got together. And, okay, we've spent the last 24 years of our life learning how to get together in it. And also, I feel like we've been learning how not to. And that's very important. We've learned how also not to get together. Okay, remember that one time... Um, we were not together in this social function. And okay, here's the thing. If you don't know this about Jen and I, I am by nature an introvert and Jen is by nature an extrovert. Now I can fake extrovertism pretty well. And actually I don't fake it. Put me in the right room. I can be extrovert. I can be an extrovert in like um, spurts. I can have spurts of totally, ext- yeah. I can be an extrovert in spurts. But my default is like, just want to be. You can't handle a lot. I don't, I'm not a loner. Like, an introvert, like, I don't want to just be myself and go read a book and spoon yo play yogurt underneath a tree. I'm not that guy. But <laughs> I do want to be like just my closest family members, my f- closest friends, like people I could just be myself around. I would very much, that'd be my default. You, your default is like party, party, which is, you know, had Miami Beach not been so dark and morbid, you would have loved South Beach. You know, you would have loved like the whole like just have fun if we were dancing, but we weren't taking all of our clothes off. Exactly. If we were, exactly. If we were laughing and having a good time, but it wasn't that. all around drugs and alcohol, right? Like exactly. you, you'd have been down. So you and I, when it comes to social functions, have had to really learn. We've had to come together on that. Oh, man. We've had some interesting arguments. And I remember when we weren't in it together. Are we the only ones who argue about this kind of stuff? Yeah, probably. Okay, here's what happened. <laughs> here's what happened was. <laughs> we were invited <laughs> to, happened? there was an event that was taking place. It was a, it was with our church, and it was like this. It wasn't our church, but the church we were part of. This was years ago. And it was like it was kind of like a big who's who event. And uh, one of the guests, a, a, a notable guest, mind you, invited Jen and I, like, hey, you guys, you, you should come. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 we weren't invited. No, 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 you're invited. But here's the thing. This was a guest. This wasn't the host. I knew the host. The host would, mm, how can I put it, were somewhat pretentious. And I knew that if I showed up to a, an event that I wasn't invited to by the host, that the host would have no problem asking me, why are you here? You know, like, and I'm like, I am not exactly like that. So, but this guest of high note is like, please come, you're invited. And I'm like, oh, no, no, we weren't. No, 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 no. They, they, they just forgot. Like, they want you to be there. You should come. So, the this guest leaves, and Jen's like, let's go. And I'm like, <laughs> absolutely. I'm down for a party. And I'm like, absolutely not. And we have, I mean, we have a moment. I'm with you, by the way. I, I'm like, I, you're like, we are going. You were just as adamant. And I'm like, I swear to God, you will drag my dead, lifeless body. Because here's what I thought. I'm going to show up to this massive party with a ton of people that I don't really know. And it's not a party. It was more of an event. And the hosts are going to see me. Because I know the hosts. But I wasn't invited. And they're going. And there's not going to be. Everyone's going to have like a signed seating at all these tables like a banquet. And there's not going to be seating for me. And we're going to be standing there. And then I'm going to be like, I don't, and I'm going to feel, and I'm like, I didn't even want to be here. I didn't even want to be here. But now I have to deal with this all because some guest is like, please come. You're supposed to be there. We want you to be there. And Jen's just like, I don't care. I'll pull up a chair. Like, right, babe? That's how you would be. You'd be like, You're being dramatic. No, tell the truth. Just a little bit. Tell the truth. Because I go down and get in the car, and you come down, and you are so mad. And I am so mad. And I think I am cursed. And you were like, I cannot believe this. This is a stronghold in your life. And I'm like, this is a blind spot in your life. Like, we just, I mean. 
Well, you're you're giving this was an incident that was we, that blew up because of a multiple other scenarios that were playing out like for a few few weeks prior. We weren't together. So I feel like this this episode that you're telling was kind of the pinnacle because we had had other things that you were like no, social no. interactions. Yeah, yeah. And you were having social anxiety over and I was like, come on, it's fine. And then that one happened and it did. You You got dramatic i was like what are you why are you why is it such a big deal we could just walk in it's cool not we can just be ourselves and i literally would have been like i'd and rather that's die how i was handling the situation but you literally were like having a social anxiety i mean so we're you having like a moment we couldn't say we were in it together because we, were, we were not together in it we right? had to figure this out how did we because i feel like we have what are some of the things you feel like we what have we done because we kind of have figured out the social dynamic of our relationship i'm still an introvert by nature you're still an extrovert by nature but we kind of do work it like what do you think the well i mean even done? in that scenario it's a give and take like i think that scenario there was no giving there was no taking yeah we that both scenario just, was it but we've had to figure out how to be together as a give and take like there's been multiple times where i'm like i would love to attend this event or this party and if you were to be honest, you don't really want to, but you're, but you've made compromises and been like, totally, let's go, babe. I've been like, a little more open. You've been more open. You've uh, more grown understanding, in that area. like I've realizing been, you need it. Like and, it's very important to you that we do stuff like that. And so I'm like, okay, I can. But you know what I feel like you've done because you got to do. Both, you've been more respectful to me. It used to be when we weren't in it together. I would get you very would, upset. You'd be like, what well, is wrong with you? And now, years, I mean, this is, I mean, it's the last 10 years easy. You're like, no, I wouldn't babe, get upset. I, get I would get, get frustrated. You know what? It, well, this is what it is for me. My person, I would get frustrated because I, I couldn't, and I needed to learn to understand why you felt the way you felt. When I learned to understand some of the feelings you were having or maybe like the social anxiety you were feeling, it helped me to really kind of put myself in your shoes. And then I think I was a better partner to be in it together with you. Yeah. And I think that's helped me a lot because I used to feel like you don't want to, you don't want to do anything. I mean, when I first met you, I walked into a room, you would walk out of the room. Yeah. That's how extreme totally. we were. And I think, you know, people don't have that perspective. <laughs> yeah, totally. So to all the people who are listening. So I, I think oh, my I was, introvert said, Hey, I would get frustrated. Yeah. So I had to really learn to understand. At a party, I love to find like the outside balcony and just go out there and like one person and I'm down. if like one dude rolls out it, or two dudes. Kind of disappear. Like, and I'm like, where did my, I love it. where did my, my hubby, you just, yeah. hubby go? And you're kind of the person who'll be in the center, like dancing, all inciting the, the dancing. <laughs> oh, come yeah, on, you're going all Miami Beach on them. You're up on a table. You're shaking that. That's thing. not true, baby. That's not true. <laughs> kind, of, kind of low key. You'd be dramatic. A little more, yeah, respectful. And yeah, I think we both kind of learned to understand. We had to. We, here's what we had to do. We had to get together in it. Yep. Like we had to be like, okay. And I realized for you, it made you happy. And I want you to be happy. So I'm like, okay. So I can endure a little awkwardness or uncomfortableness in doses, and you've allowed me to do it in doses. And I feel like I've gotten better and I feel like you've gotten better. I feel like you appreciate more of like us having like alone time with family and very close friends. And I appreciate more like, yeah, let's, let's throw a party. So, and I think the thing that we're getting to is that we, in a marriage, you have to give and take and you have to make some compromises in love, by the way. Yes. Not, not resentful, like fine, fine. Okay. If you're not, even if you're out there right now and you're not married, love is give and take. Exactly. It is not one-sided. That's exactly right. If your head over here is in love with them and they like won't even text you back and are like, maybe I'll have to check Be- my schedule, that's that's actually not love. Because it's I both. didn't it's marry both. another version of myself. That would be terrible. That would literally be a terrible marriage. I married someone completely different. I'd love to do that. Yeah, but I don't know that. that I mean, I, the statement you the, just made it. The truth you can is, marry, you can marry someone who's like you and you can fall in love with them. But you most totally people, can. most people marry opposites typically. Who says? 
I would you're just say throwing out stats. No, are you Freud? I think people are all with me on that one. I think a lot what? of not, not I think people are with couple. me. Well, we're very similar. We're very similar in a lot of ways. <laughs> you always too. do this. You just like make these blanket statements, like you know. And I'm like, how, who? How do you know? I think there's people out there are debt are absolutely in love, and they are very, very similar. similar. I agree. Very similar. But there's a lot I've of seen husbands and wife who look like brother and sister. <laughs> it's weird, but they love each other. And I'm pretty sure they're doing the nasty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Speaking of it, let's talk about sex. I'd love to. <laughs> I know he would. Okay. It's in this in this whole frame thing. I don't. This probably wouldn't be us. And but I have noticed in years and years of working with men, literally over two decades of working closely with men. We've worked closely with married couples. We're pastors. Kind of um, um, dudes for the most part, unless they have figured this out. What we're talking about, like getting together in it, mm-hmm. dudes for the most part are selfish. And sex is all about them. And here's what I'd like to say to you, if you're willing to admit, sir, that you fall into that category. Um, if you'd be more selfless, it would be so much more satisfying. And now I can hear my daughter going, gross, which you should be saying that. Good for you, sweet serenity. But for the rest <laughs> of us, if you would stop being yes. so selfish and making sex all about <laughs> you, I promise you, it would be more satisfying for you. So I, this is where I think and many, many couples for us. fail to get it. They're not in it together, talking yeah. about sex, because they're not together in it. They're in it for themselves. It's like two people getting theirs. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't know how to say this without getting crude, so I'm going to have to maybe stop. Like, what, do you understand? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk like, about it, baby. The, the words that are coming to my mind, I'm like, mm, I don't know where I could go. Um, but like, do you, would you agree with what I'm saying? A hundred percent. I don't know how far we can go on this. Um, it's expectations. Like it's um, the expectations each time. Like, okay, I, one of the things I feel like we've been really good at from the very get go. We've been, do, we've been, I was like, we've been doing it for 24 years. We have been, been doing, doing it for, it for 24 minute, years. For a hot minute. Um, coming up in four weeks, 24 years. Um, is we would very clearly, I think almost every time we make love or have sex or do anything like that, is we like talk about it. We, we define the expectation real quick. Like, what 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 are we thinking here? Like, wh- where's this going to lead? Is this going to be a three minute hit in, it and be in the closet, or is this going to be like candles and lights and and you know we kind of just and we've come like you you define the expectation and then I think I don't know why. We probably have been very, very selfless. I mean, I'm not going to lie. We have the best sex life I could. I've, I've never heard anyone have a sex and, life like that. And us. it's because of a lot of lot of different reasons. But the other part is for I think for women, we I've had to learn to communicate really well in in our intimacy and in our sex life. Learning to communicate what I like, what I don't like. Learning to to express things um, that are intimate to me or that I feel uncomfortable with, but I'd like to feel more comfortable with. I mean, like all the things. We've gotten and, together in it. Which, yes. by the way, people are like, that's weird. Or it's sexy. And or it's know, intimate. You, you know or what, it's awesome. You know what, I, what we've, learned to, we've learned to do? We didn't do this in the beginning. Is we would After we have intimacy, we would talk, talk about, about it. it. Relive it. And we would also sexy. <laughs> it's Yes, we would talk about it. Like, I loved that. I didn't like that. Well, let's try this more. Yeah, that... Never again. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Vic, the sound totally, check. Yeah. But like, but even me saying that can make some couples right now feel, feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But see, that's... Change your perspective, That man. is the part where you still need to work a little bit more to getting together. Take it. the awkward and make it awesome. Yes. Like, absolutely. okay, you ha- you're going to have to do it. And I think for women... Have to get together in it. Women have to learn to bear all, which I mean is <laughs> they need to... Oh, they need to go to Miami Beach. Lights on. Yes. Bear all meaning be so comfortable and 
absolutely the skin God gave them. And that sex life will be so amazing. And I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to go any further because I just don't, I, I, this is not the sex talk, but dudes, gentlemen, ladies first. All the time. Put the lady first. If you will put the lady first, I promise you, I swear to God to you, man. Before you, you get to what later. you do well, just let first. the ladies go first. Just put her first. Yep. And it would just make the whole thing that much better. So every single time I'm feeling awkward. I'm blushing. Okay. Finances. (laughs) Can we change it? Can we just flip the script and go big time? Okay. Do we want to? We're in it together as long as we're together. And yes, let's talk about finances. Finances. You grew up differently and I grew up differently. When we got married, we were not on the same financial page. I realized very quickly. Actually, I think I realized it probably before we got married because we did premarital counseling and we had a bunch of questions, which is super helpful. And if you're out there and you're dating, I would highly recommend doing premarital counseling. It's just like getting with someone mentors and a couple that you want your marriage to look yes. like and meet with them. And we have some, there's some great things you can go there's through. Some great couples we can What you do is you recommend. deal with the tough stuff up front so that you're not dealing with it, you know, week one of the marriage. Um, we realized that, um, your f- upbringing financially was going to work better for us as a couple than my upbringing financially. So I kind of had to abandon what I had learned or what I had seen um, modeled for me financially. Not yeah. that not that my parents were terrible at it, but your parents were better at it. And and I remember there was a struggle. You know, you felt felt like you needed to do the checkbook and do all the finances, and then you weren't actually for whatever reason, the best at it in that season. And you handed it over to me finally. And I remember we finally were able to come together. Well, it wasn't because I wasn't good at numbers. I'm actually right. better at numbers. You're- it was because my mentality was wrong. Right. And so we implemented this thing. We got, we got together and we, oh, we, I had to cut you off. Go ahead. Sorry. So I was just going to say that it was, it was, I was actually, it was a big deal in that moment. I think it was probably six months into our marriage. You, you kind of surrendered that part financially. You're like, okay, babe, I'll let you take it over. And it meant the world to me because then I felt like there was this mutual respect that it wasn't just a male thing. The male has to run the finances and, you know, write the bills. I was like, no, females can do that. And and I was actually better in that season at that. Oh, you mean the shoes on your feet? You bought them? Uh-huh. Oh, the and car so, you're driving? Uh-huh. You got uh-huh. it. But I really, All the but women I, who independent throw your hands up at me. But we we argued a lot until we figured we came together on that. And then we finally came together. We got together on the 10-10-80 plan, the which 10, 10, is 80. we would save 10%, we would give 10%, and we would live on 80%, which was not how I was raised. Or I didn't catch that, if that's how my parents lived. I didn't catch that. That wasn't, but you kind of like, that was drilled into you. And so- I remember like we made decisions. We got together on like we won't do credit cards. And then we our car broke down in Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> we lived in Atlanta. Transmission. And I don't have dropped. any money. A transmission dropped in Pensacola, Florida. And we had no money. And I remember being like, they're like, you have to pay for this or we can't fix your car. And I'm like, do I get a credit card? And we're like, we don't. And so we called, it was your dad actually. And we're like, can we borrow the money? I promise I'll pay you back. And we did pay him back. But we had made the decision. It had been very easy in that moment to get so mad at each other if we weren't in it together. If, yeah. it was like, if you were like, no credit cards, but I was like, no, I think we should do credit cards, which I would have thought. On a whim, we but just we had, make a, we make a decision because it's pressure or stress, and then we resent each other later for it. Yeah. And this is the thing. This is the thing. We came together before the crisis on what we were going to do. We had an action plan prior to a car transmission dropping or having a baby. We, we had got an together. action plan financially. So when, when things got crazy, we were in it. Together. together. Like Even you could go into hard. Miami, Florida and be like, we're in this together. We'd be like, we actually are. Because we agreed on it. Remember right. when we went vacation in Alabama 
First of all, nobody Terrible. vacations in Alabama. You know why we vacationed in Alabama? Your parents. With my mom and dad? Because that's the kind of money we had. <laughs> and we had determined. We don't have enough money to go no, vacation in Destin, Florida. We he don't have promised enough. this cabin but would be Jen, glorious. <laughs> but I think even when we got to this cabin and it was scary and there was pictures of like a mom and her son and it was haunted and there were wild dingoes everywhere and the trees were literally dying from radiation, I think. Like even when we got there, we couldn't get mad at each other and we didn't get mad at each other because why? We're we in it together. To we had gotten together. together on this. Like we're going to live off 80%. This is how much we're going to do. And it served us well with our finances. Yeah. Because, man, finances will cause fighting all the time. So you have to get together on what's going to be your plan. So that when something terrible happens, you 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 actually relinquish your right to blame the other person. You Because you can remember you had a conversation about it and it went wrong. So we're in this together. Mm-hmm. Let's figure we're it out. We're in this out. together. We chose yes. this. All right, what about, which leads me into goals in life. I think when you're setting your goals as a married couple, love and marriage, maybe you're dating someone, you love them so very, very much, you've been together for a long time and you're starting to put together goals together right now. I think this is an area where no one of us gets to be passive or um, just, Whatever you you think, I don't know. Just conveniently nonchalant. Like, because what'll happen, you you can't be like, babe, I don't know, whatever you want, babe, whatever you want. Actually, that's not true. And you play this out down the road one year, two years from now, and you're going to be upset and you're going to be bitter and you're going to blame them because you're like, I didn't want to do this. But then it's like, then you should have gotten together you with your spouse yeah. a year ago when you guys were making plans. This is or never even a time. a week ago. Like life goals for us. Yeah. Like I don't let you just be like, I think we should do this. I'm like, sure, babe. Sounds good to me. No way. We got to get together on it. Like, okay, what are we saying we want to do? Where are we saying we want to go? Who are we saying we want to be? How are we saying we want to live? You know, like we have to come up with those thoughts together. So then, because here's what's going to happen. It will happen. You know what it is? Uh, Read the bumper stickers all across America. It happens, right? All of us find ourselves neck deep in it. It happens to all of us. And if we are not together in it. it, air quotations, then that's it again. And that's and that's where people in crisis moments like that just they just throw in the towel, and you then you later on find out what happened. You're like, well, it wasn't was it that big of a deal? It's because they didn't get together, and these kind of scenarios kept coming up over and over again. And when you do, when you've learned to be on the same page, to like, okay. Where, where where do we stand as a couple? Where do we stand as a family? Then when it happens, you're able to get through it together. Yes. And that, I think, has been... There's been moments where we've... I mean, y'all go... Everyone goes through like those deep, dark times. We all have that in life. But there's been a lot of moments where we went through very tough times together and we made it through it together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cannot overstate... I think we're repeating ourselves, but it bears repeating. I can't overstate how much this lesson has served us in the last two and a half years. decades yeah. of living together. Um, it's so important. Okay, what about when it comes to health? Huge. I mean, let's... Um, I let's, feel like that's a knock on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, our journey... Vic, your fake laughs are <laughs> offensive, in fact. I'm sorry that we're not being funny enough for you to actually laugh. Um, I mean, for, for me personally... It was, it's been a a big value of mine is health fitness. And, and I think we had to come, we came together in this, what maybe what it was about five, six, seven years ago, you drop like, I don't know, you drop like 80 pounds or a hundred pounds. Maybe a hundred over the course of three or four years. Okay. But I'm going to break it down into 24. I feel like the first eight years when it came to health and fitness, we were together ish. And here's mm-hmm. what I mean. 
Uh, I'll explain. And then the second eight years, we weren't together at all. We weren't together in it. And then these last eight years, we're together again. The first eight years, we were in our 20s. So you were very healthy. I was very physical because I was a college football player. So you ate very healthy. I ate whatever I wanted, but it didn't matter because I still worked out all the time. And you liked fitness. And so we were together-ish, meaning like I didn't subscribe to like your healthy style of living, but I worked out so hard and I had been working out so hard for my high school and college years that I could eat the way I ate, which was very terrible, but I wasn't really gaining weight. That's the first eight years. So we were together-ish. And then what happened is it all caught up with me after about that first decade. And so the next eight years, I didn't change my habits and I just put on weight. Like I didn't think I could put on weight. And got very unhealthy. I would still lift in the gym, but then cardio got hard because I'm heavy and my knees hurt. And we just, so it got really toxic for us because like you would, you would police me. Like, why would you eat that? And I would mock you like, oh, oh, you're so much better. You know, like we would do this. You know what I'm saying? And like, I would eat in secret because we had different, we had different values. We weren't together on it. Yeah, that's what it was. Getting and this difficult. is extreme cases, but this is what happens. I mean, now we're now we're now we're you know ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen years into a relationship together, and now every time you go up to bed, I'm busting out like freaking quesadillas and <laughs> it's a true story, yeah. and not even because I'm hungry, just because you're gone, and now I can do it. And you know, every time we're going out to dinner, you're like ordering for me, like, oh, he'll take this, he'll take the vegetables. Like, do you want the fries? I'm like, of course I want the fries, and it, it became like this ongoing thing, yeah. right? In, in my hopes and attempts, which was was not right to to create maybe you know healthy habits for you which i couldn't do you had to make that decision you were policing and i was prideful and i yeah i didn't want to admit i had a problem i don't want to admit i was you know doing the wrong thing and you wanted to police me and stop me from doing it by doing that and we had a great counselor told us well well after the fact because we didn't meet with her molly but she was like policing is the worst thing you do so if you're out there and you know someone in your that you're really close to and they're like overweight or they're struggling with an addiction of sorts you know the worst thing you can do for them this is according to dr molly is police them yeah because it's just going to force them to go into hiding and it puts them in this habit like when you're not there they'll do it that's the worst thing you can do you can't actually help them and i think that's where it was really difficult for us for a few years because i put so much emphasis all these years on, you know, being healthy, choosing healthy foods. And then you, my husband, you had a very other uh, opposite opinion on food, health, actually didn't really care about it other than you cared enough to maybe want to look okay, but your, your habits were, were never, I guess, trained. And then we got together and then we got together because we realized for, I think I realized first of all, that this wasn't just affecting me. This was affecting us. It was affecting us and our intimacy. It was affecting us and our relationship because we were always arguing and I was hiding from you. And then it was affecting um, my ability to interact with my kids, my ability to interact in life, my ability to fly in a normal seat on an airplane. You know, like, it was just you starting mean, just out. Uh, yeah, my, my vitality, my, and, and sorry, my <laughs> mic just dropped. And we're goers and it was start, starting to slow me down. And so I remember we kind of like, it probably was eight years ago, I think. Well, probably longer than that now, but yeah, about eight years ago, where I was like, "Listen, no more carbs in the house." Told the kids, they're like, "What?" I'm like, "We're gonna, we're gonna spend the extra money. We're gonna take, we're gonna cut back here so that we can buy salmon, and turkey, and lean meat, and we're gonna have proteins in the house. We're gonna do eggs, and we're gonna eliminate the chips and the tortillas and the bread and the pastas. And we, I mean, which was a massive thing for us because that's what I lived on, and the crackers and all of the things, and." 
And it's so, and it just began to change. We got together and you stopped and it was policing. Huge. It was huge. And you stopped, I had to yeah. stop policing yeah. and you had to be, I think you had to walk on a new found humility to take the, the steps to figure that out and to actually own that there was a problem. Um, oh, sorry. Was there a lot of noise? Like a lot of noise. I'm trying to fix my mic, Vic. Maybe if you, maybe if you did your job. <laughs> Could you audio engineer up in this joint? <laughs> <laughs> She's thinking in her mind. Sorry. He knows not to do that. He's what a, else he's could go wrong guy. today? I mean, the I flight. You were a professional. Flight gets canceled. Mic stands falling down in the studio. <laughs> um, but that was a huge. That was that was a, a you know several years of our life where we were not <clears> together, and there there was a. I would remember thinking that was the only thing we were always kind of at each other about was the eating, the food, the health, and we came together on that. It was kind of like a whole new sense of like relationship. You and I, and I think we're addiction serves, yeah. is a big deal. Yeah, it is, um, and I can't wait to have some of our friends on who have experienced that, and um, we're going to talk about that. There'll be one of the episodes coming up, um, but um, and I think as we kind of end, I'm thinking like, I think being together so that we can be in it together, it comes in most important when you go through like times of crisis and pain. I remember like when you had your heart surgery, and for six months you couldn't do anything. And I kind of had to be there for you. And then I, my dad died of cancer and I kind of lost myself and my faith. And then you had to be there for me. Mm-hmm. And those moments, I would say we weren't in it together, but because we were in it together before those moments hit, I was able to carry you in your time of weakness and you carried me right. in my time of weakness. And then shortly after that, our daughter has brain surgery and we were in it together and we both got through it. And then after that, your parents, after 30 years of marriage, get a divorce, which we didn't think would be as shocking to you as it was, but it was. And it kind of shook you, you know, like, wait, if For that could sure. happen to them, could that happen? And we were in it together. And I think this whole thought, we're in it together as long as we're together in it. So what are we saying on this first episode four weeks before our 24th anniversary? Do what you have to do in the areas of your life with the person that you love to get together. Yep. And that doesn't mean you're going to agree on everything, but get together. We don't. We actually disagree on a lot of things. I'd say. And can I say for me, sometimes for me to be able to come together was me owning my it, my my shiznit, like Own owning BS. my BS. And I think a lot of couples, I think when we own our stuff, we can come together even more, and totally. that just it becomes even more of an intimate bond. And I think over the years, twenty four years. Now being married has just been. I even this weekend being in Miami with you, I just like I love you so much, and it's because we have gone through those moments and have been willing to do the hard work to stay together and to keep doing this together. And Seriously, babe, man. you're amazing. You're amazing. Can we not do no. that? Doing amazing. Can we not do no, that? And I, you're can amazing. I, we didn't even touch I mean, on it, but amazing. one other area that I I can't that was so huge is that when we were raising kids when they were little, we came together. When they were babies, I remember you getting up in the middle of the night and taking care of the kids, feeding the kids. There were so many things that you decided to do to be in it with me, even as a young mom. Yeah. And I couldn't have done it without and you. And I learned that from my dad, but I'll never forget, like, you had to breastfeed every night, like, every two hours on the hour. And I would just get up, pick up the baby, put the baby on your breast. You'd do your thing. Watch. I'd stand there. <laughs> well, I'd like to say that I did, but typically, like, two in the morning, I was like, oh, God. And I'd take the baby, put it back, wrap him up, and then you. Would, so all you had to do is literally like lean over, 
pull your shirt down. Okay. So milk it. <laughs> He's just like describing nursing. I'm reliving the moment. Uh, but, but what I would like to say is. Did it, you feel like, honestly, you feel like a milk factory, no, right? Okay, like I can't even imagine. We just went so to this topic of nursing. Sorry. But, but the, the truth is, is that I remember thinking as a young mom, I am so grateful that you weren't the, the man that was like, oh, if she, once she has a baby, she does all that stuff. I just, I just eat, sleep and work. No, you came home from have, work. That's my dad, yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine that kids. thought. And I know guys like night, that. In the middle of the night, you would get up with the babies. Like, you never had that mentality. Yeah. So it was huge. And yeah. I can't remember thinking, as you were breastfeeding our children, like, I'm so <laughs> grateful that I also get to drink from the fruits of your labor. <laughs> oh, you just did not say all that. <laughs> Every not time. literally. Not literally. I'm talking to somebody love, else. All our, all our friends who are listening. I'm going back to the sex. I'm not talking about drinking breast milk. Okay. Okay. We're all, we're all the single men. I did not make that jump with you. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Well. Anyways, thanks for listening. Well, uh, life altering lesson number one for us is we're in it together as long as we're together. together in it, in baby. It. Cheers, my love. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.